This is VOA News. I'm Tommy McNeil. The U.S. State Department said Tuesday that the United States does not want to see tensions rise further between Israel and Hezbollah, adding that Israel had assured Washington it wants a diplomatic solution. State Department spokesperson Matthew Miller said Israelis in the north faced a real security threat and Washington was pursuing a diplomatic path to resolve the issue. So we do not want to see either side escalate the conflict in the north. And in fact, we are going to continue to pursue a diplomatic resolution of that conflict. And while we saw the defense minister's comments, we have also taken note that repeatedly the defense minister and other officials of the government of Israel have said that they would prefer the situation to be resolved diplomatically. Miller's comments came after Hezbollah said it had launched a volley of rockets at an Israeli aerial surveillance base on Tuesday in response to the Israeli military's deepest attack yet into Lebanese territory. Rick Pantaleo, VOA News. The stalemate over getting more aid to Ukraine continues with the White House urging the House Republican leadership to move fast. AP correspondent Sagar Magani. Speaker Mike Johnson still is not committing to a vote on the aid package but says the House is looking at options. And we will address that in a timely manner. At the White House. What do you mean by that? I can tell you to the Ukrainian soldier on the battlefront, timeliness is now. National Security Spokesman John Kirby. We're already in some ways too, too late. Saying Ukrainian forces have lost one key town due in part to a lack of ammunition. They are certainly beginning to lose territory, territory that they had clawed back from the Russians. And now they have to give it back to the Russians because they can't but they can't fight him off. Kirby says the Ukrainians simply deserve better. It's not running out of courage, they're running out of bullets. Sagar Magani, Washington. More at VOANews.com. This is VOA News. The funeral for Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny, who died earlier this month in remote Arctic penal colony, will take place on Friday in Moscow after several locations declined to host the service. That's according to a spokesperson who says the funeral will be held at a church in Moscow's southeast Mariano district Friday afternoon. The burial is also set to be at a nearby cemetery. The South Korean and U.S. militaries will begin large-scale annual military drills next week in response to North Korea's evolving nuclear threats. Freedom Shield is a command post-training exercise involving computer simulations, and it will coincide with separate nuclear, I should say, field exercises held jointly by the two militaries. They jointly announced Wednesday the drills will start Monday and will go through March 14th. South Korea's military says the drills are designed to bolster their joint capabilities to prevent North Korea from using its nuclear weapons. North Korea has been angered by the drills in previous years because it considers them an invasion rehearsal. U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is urging world leaders to unlock frozen Russian central bank assets and send them to Ukraine. AP's Lisa Dwyer. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is offering her strongest public support yet for the idea of liquidating roughly $300 billion in frozen Russian central bank assets and using them for Ukraine's long-term reconstruction. The U.S. and its allies froze Russian foreign holdings in retaliation for Moscow's invasion of Ukraine two years ago. The assets have been sitting untapped as the war grinds on, while officials from multiple countries have debated the legality of sending the money to Ukraine. More than two-thirds of Russia's immobilized central bank funds are located in the European Union. 
I'm Lisa Dwyer. The U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, said Monday the West African country Benin had offered 2,000 troops for a Kenyan-led mission to tackle gang violence in Haiti. Reuters correspondent David Doyle. Close to 5,000 people were killed in gang violence in Haiti last year, and some 300,000 driven from their homes, according to U.N. estimates. Thomas Greenfield was speaking in Guyana on Monday, where she had traveled for the Caribbean Community Summit. She said she had learned of Benin's offer just before starting the trip. Some Caribbean countries that had pledged support to the Haiti mission had called for more francophone countries to join the effort, she added. Kenya, which has promised to lead the mission, offered 1,000 police officers. However, a local court barred the move as unconstitutional. Kenyan President William Ruto has, however, said that satisfying the court's concerns can be simply achieved and that the plan will go ahead. That's Reuters correspondent David Doyle. More at VOANews.com. I'm Tommy McNeil, VOA News.